everybody, and welcome to Bounce Checks. Bounced Checks. I always have a problem saying it. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, we are your Big Brother coverage over here, brought to you by Silent Podcasts. We're anything but silent. And we're here with another episode of our Feed Bites. Uh, I'm your host, Katie. I'm here with my special guest host, Javier. Josie was not able to make it today, but super happy to have Javier here with me. And we're just going to give you a quick bite-sized update about all the mess that has been going on this week before we send you <laughs> off into the veto episode. Uh, Javier, how are you? I'm doing very well. Um, the feeds have been a complete like insanity for the past like 72 hours, so I'm excited to talk about. Um, yes. I, I don't think we'll be able to touch upon every little thing, yes. but hopefully we can hit upon the big points of what has happened in the past 72 hours or so. I think we can get to it. Let's just jump right in. I mean, our nominees are Cameron and Riley. Heisen won the veto, did not use the veto. The target has been Riley, and he's been pretty firm on that all week. I mean, mm -hmm. he's been a little bit almost like, do we want to say threatening? Do we want to say firmly telling everybody that they she's the target and she has to go? I mean, he kind of threatened Matt a little bit. G give me what your thoughts on Heisem's HOH so far, because <sighs> there's a lot yeah. happening. I mean, Heisem's HOH has been, you know, like I like a forward player, I like a direct player. Yeah. Heisem has been like almost too intense. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's been like really, I wouldn't go as far to say he's threatening anyone, but I do think he's been very intense and he's been too direct. Like he's telling everyone, like Riley has to go. Like, if you don't vote for Riley, you're going to be one of the only people who's not voting for Riley. And then you mm -hmm. might make yourself a target. And so I, I, so it has been a very intense HOH from Hysum and very interesting gameplay. Um, I didn't think, um, Hysum would come this hot as an HOH. I know. Um, especially since he's like now he's also kind of like a comp beast too like maybe if you're going to be a comp beast don't also be like a polarizing personality you, know, you gotta pick right. one so right it's, it's like one makes you enough of a target don't be both yeah exactly so but i mean it's been giving me good feeds like i like heisen's oh, yeah. bluntness i think it's very entertaining um i wouldn't play the game like that and i don't recommend anyone plays the game like that i don't think heisen this gameplay is giving him i, don't, I think it would be pre-jury basically based on this hoh like clearly everyone's going to get tired of this, you know, almost being like talked down to or like being told what to do. Like no one really wants to play like that. So, yeah, totally. I mean, Heisem's whole HOH so far has just been based on like honor and integrity. Mm -hmm. And I would never backdoor someone because that's not the player I am. Meanwhile, everybody in the house is plotting Heisem's backdoor for next week because even his alliance, he's out. It seems like the professors are just falling apart at the seams. And we can talk about that a little bit too, really quickly. But, um, yeah, it's been a little bit of a mess with Heisem. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I thought it was a really bad move for Heisem to win HOH, but then I saw the competition. We saw the Nether Gorgon, and it seemed like he kind of just accidentally fell into it because Jared was trying to win HOH mm -hmm. for some odd reason, which would have been terrible for his game. Yeah. So it's maybe better that Heisem won, plus we're getting just this mess of a week. Mm -hmm. I mean, he basically told Riley, um, well, you polarized the house and you made the sides exist. So I'm coming after you and you're my target and everyone's voting you out and mm -hmm. the end. So uh, that's kind of where we stand with Heisem, but let's get into it with Suri and Izzy a little bit because there's been a lot going on with these two over the last, yeah, 72 hours, 48 hours. Um, and there's a lot to unpack here. We only have 60 minutes before we get to this episode. So 
Javier, do you want to break it down? Do you want me to try and give my very quick Cliff's notes of what's been going on? Whatever you want to do. I'll let you give your Cliff notes because I don't have a Cliff notes version. I feel like I'll just be jumping around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have the exact timeline in my head, but it just seems like, you know, Riley and Sari and everybody in the house are just getting tired of Hysam. And they also already don't like Cameron, right? Like that's, I think, a really big part of it is that nobody trusts Cameron. Izzy, there's so many clips floating around on the internet of Izzy just saying, I hate him. I hate him. So they're already wanted to get Cameron out of the house. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if there was one specific instance, and you keep me honest and correct me if I'm wrong, but it just felt like Hysam dictating to everybody in the house uh, mm -hmm. about you know, Riley has to be the one to go. Oh, I guess there was a veto speech, which we don't really know exactly what was said in the veto speech. Yeah. Um, but apparently it was pretty rude towards Riley or just mm -hmm. maybe, maybe rude isn't the right word, but it was a little harsh based on the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, and it made everybody feel pretty bad. So they were like, that's where the flip conversation started. Mm -hmm. Then it seems like yesterday there was some conversation between Hysam and Jag and blue that ended up getting back to Suri and Izzy that made it seem like Hysam was making a deal with them, mm -hmm. which we knew he was interested in kind of, you know, I wouldn't say making an alliance with them necessarily last week, but he has very a lot of similarities in his culture with Jag. Uh, he has a lot of um, he's in the LGBTQ community with Blue. So he wanted mm -hmm. to keep those two um, close to him. I think I said the wrong names at first, but I'm talking about Blue, Jag and Hysam. Yeah. I don't I think I said Riley by accident. Um, and that ended up getting back to Sari and Izzy. And that's where like the flip went full force, full steam mm -hmm. ahead. What do you feel about this flip? Tell me your thoughts on the potential flip that seems like, well, it's been a whirlwind. Who knows where we're going to end up by tomorrow, but we'll get there. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, so, so here's how I feel about it. I think Sari and Izzy, I, I agree with the fact that I would not want to play long-term with someone like Hysim. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Someone like Hysim, I would love for the other side to target. You know, my thing with an alliance, especially this early in the game, is if you have a comp beast like Heisem, he will always be in front of you guys. Yes. He will never target you. So let him get out Riley. Let him get out Cameron. Let him. Yes. I, I still think he would get rid of Jag and Blue before he got rid of like Sari, Izzy, and the rest of the bye bye bitches. So I just feel like they're thinking, uh, they're definitely thinking emotional as uh, less Sari, more so Izzy. We've seen Izzy's an emotional player. She has this like extreme hatred for Cameron, which I'm not sure exactly where it stems from. Um, I understand why the fans don't like Cameron. He's been very yes. creepy on feeds, very creepy towards Riley. But I don't know how much of that Izzy knows. So why Izzy wants to like, at one point, I think she says, I would, I want to kill Cameron. I'm like, girl, <laughs> like you're doing a lot. So Izzy is clearly an emotional player. She jumps all around. Yes. I get that. And I feel like that's getting to Sari. And I think that's, it's almost like Izzy's like riling up Sari. And Sari needs someone to like, you know, take her down, take, take her down from that Izzy high. And I oh, think yeah. that it's finally happening. Thanks to like Nicole and Corey a little bit. They seem when they're all talking, it seems like they're bringing Sari back to reality and, you know, getting Izzy out of her ear. So I just think it's a really bad gameplay and it's just too soon. Just let the other house get out. Um, Heisem. And I also feel like Riley is kind of the, the, the like central piece of that side of the house. You know, she's yeah. from the beginning, you know, she started that five person alliance, the failings five, whatever that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. Then she became with the handful. So I honestly think that I wouldn't call Riley a mastermind, but in terms of the other side of the house, she seems to be the most, you know, like maybe socially adept in that sense that she's like wanting to build an alliance. So I definitely think getting Riley out is the better move. And then no one likes Cameron anyway. So I think Cameron will be an easy person to take out eventually. 
So right. I just don't understand why they really want to flip. I think it's just like the paranoia of being in that house. And it probably is hard to have someone like talk to you all the time the way Heisem does. It's kind of intense having someone kind of tell you what to do all the time. So I understand why, but I just would not do this move. I would like wait for the other side to get Heisem out. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. At first, I was excited. I mean, I love a flip and I love just mm -hmm. mess and I'm not a Cameron fan. So I was excited when this move first started getting hashed out. And then, you know, I along with many others, heard Nicole in the storage room um, in one of her many uh, storage room talks to herself. The, my favorite was the one where they were originally pitching her this flip and she went in there and she was just walking in circles, just eating snacks and pacing and talking to herself about how bad this move is. And I totally, totally agree with her. Riley, for some reason, even though she's so bad at the game, uh, she cannot have game conversations. They are terrible. Every conversation she has is so bad um, that she just like the whole house was willing to flip to keep her. And then it's mm -hmm. just like she's putting now a target on Sari and Izzy by saying like they masterminded the whole thing. It's like, girl, just stop. Yeah. Just stop talking. Um, but you're right. Heisem is a shield. There's no reason for them to get uh, him out so soon and risk having Riley be able to gather the troops around her over the coming weeks because she obviously is the only one that's bringing people together, whether or not she's good at the game. And mm -hmm. I think McCall said something really smart is that like, she has an army around her right now, willing to mm -hmm. like die on the sword for her to save her. Like, why are we keeping her? And she's totally right. I mean, it's fun for us because we love a split house, but it seems like, uh, you know, if we do split the house, that would even strengthen Riley's side a little bit more because Cameron's gone. People didn't really trust him. Then we have Suri and Izzy and uh, Felicia not really trusting Heisem. So like he could jump to that other side of the house. I don't know, or be like kind of on his own. It just seemed like a whole mess, but they really, as of yesterday, were pushing so hard to mm -hmm. blindside Heisem on this HOH. They wanted a full unanimous vote to vote out Riley instead of, I'm sorry, to vote out Cameron instead of Riley, which would have been honestly amazing television. And I'm oh, yeah. upset that we're not going to get it. The face crack on Heisem would be amazing. Can you imagine? I was looking <laughs> so hard for um, the clip from Big Brother 8 where, what's his name, Dustin got blindsided. I was just looking so hard for that to like post it and just say like Heisem on Thursday, but I couldn't find yeah. it anywhere for some reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would have been a mess. I'm upset we're not getting it, but I'm glad it seems like they're finally coming to their senses a little mm. bit but even this gameplay they got the entire house to say okay yeah we'll everyone. flip that everyone is was ready to flip and they had plans for people who you know i think they were gonna pull have bowie pull red into the mm -hmm. nether region just so he wouldn't have to vote for cameron they like planned out the whole thing and then they're like actually let's just vote out cameron and uh, let's mm -hmm. just vote out riley instead of cameron and keep uh keep cameron and go with the plan it's like Whoa, okay, so you just demonstrated that you can flip an entire house. You have enough social capital to flip an entire house to your side and get everyone on board with you. And now you're just, it's like we have whiplash here. Yeah. And dare I say that, like, now that they're going back on it, it's, I think this is actually even worse for Suri and Izzy. Me too. Heisem is going to figure out what someone's going to say to Heisem. If someone smart is going to say it to Heisem. And if, for example, like the, if Jag and Blue were not in an, for example, I'm just using Jag and Blue as an example. If they weren't in an alliance with Heisem, if this happens and then Jag and Blue go and talk to Heisem, then I can see Heisem saying like, wait, what now I'm going to work with them. Clearly you yes. guys are masterminding this whole thing to get to like blindside me and then get me out. So it's just like, it's going to be really bad when this gets out. Um, and they, and I, I, unfortunately Heisem is, they need to get Heisem out like ASAP, regardless yes. of whether Riley goes or Cameron goes. 
the fact that they did all of this mess to then just end up back at square one where they're still going to want Riley out is just going to look really bad on Sari and Izzy. Um, and, you know, we're, we're already seeing this, um, this you know, like Riley spreading this thing that she's the mat, that Serene is your mastermind. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Jag and Blue are going to push that too. And then that's especially, event, like the thing with the Big Brother game is when one when one idea becomes the main idea in the house, it just spreads, you know, and everyone mm-hmm. is eventually going to stick to it because that'll give you a reason to get rid of someone. So it just was right. not, it's just not a good idea at all. I'm just shocked that it hasn't gotten back to Heisem already. If I'm Riley in this situation, because Riley was in on it, too and now mm-hmm. i guess she knows right that she's not i, I don't know 100 if she knows that it's happening or not but if i'm riley i'm going to heisem right away and saying try and rally the votes to keep me because your alliance was going against you behind your back this whole week and mm-hmm. i can give i can bring along with me jag and blue and Corey probably at this point because Corey's done with the bullshit mm-hmm. um america seems done with the bullshit mccall seems done with the bullshit so it's like you know, Sari and Izzy are kind of pushing their allies away a little bit by just this flip-flopping in this mess and the mm-hmm. emotional gameplay that's been taking place. Riley has a really good case on her side to say, Heisem, if we ha- if I can get six, just keep me. You can be the vote to keep me uh, on the... Uh, we can put past in the past and we can work together and we'll take out the other side of the house. They mm-hmm. obviously have a lot of social capital, but luckily for Sari and Izzy, Riley is not very good at this game. So she hasn't even really thought about that um yeah yeah. i I think you put it perfectly like if riley were to do that that would make me think that okay riley's a gamer because this whole like saving riley thing was not even her idea it's not like she campaigned she didn't do anything for herself izzy like come on guys we got to no it was just serene izzy for whatever reason they got tired of heisem and they decided so riley has had no play in like trying to stay safe and then now that she is playing her own um housemates i saw today on the feeds um jag and um blue were talking and they're like yo riley you just got to be quiet like they're they're already thinking this like they're already like maybe it's okay if riley you know maybe they're starting to think okay if riley goes home fine like she's already playing a messy game so she's almost like alienating her own um housemates as well so riley's just not playing the game that she thinks she is um so it's unfortunate it is unfortunate i think it could have been really interesting if we did get that gamer out of her if it exists in her but you're (laughs) right i think the fact that she is talking so much is almost taking the heat off of Suri and Izzy for being so messy because mm-hmm. everyone is like, Riley, just like stop talking. So it's almost like she's burying herself instead of people putting the blame on Suri and Izzy, which is so lucky for Suri and Izzy because this could have been catastrophic. It could still turn out to be catastrophic for them because I cannot see a world where this doesn't get back to Heisem, whether it's intentional or not, whether someone accidentally slips and says something or who knows, maybe one day Izzy or Suri will get mad at each other and let it slip to Heisem and try and put, I mean, we don't know. These people are cracked. Yeah. Totally cracked. Fully agree. So I'm definitely curious to see, like, you know, I feel like right now they're back on the whole, we need to get Riley out, but we still have 24 hours left until the eviction. So anything could happen. We can see what happens with these house guests, you know? I know I'm worried for them. They need to sleep a little bit. (laughs) They just need to sleep. I think Riley and Izzy, I mean, oh my God, Sari and Izzy need to be separated from each other. Somebody give Sari some breathing room because Izzy is doing too much. And I just, I mean, Izzy is great feeds. Don't get me wrong. Every time she's on the feeds, it's just, you have to tune in and just watch whatever chaos is happening. Mm -hmm. But Sari, I'm 
you know, I think there's been a lot of discourse on the internet about Suri because this is really the first time that we are seeing Suri play the game in real time. Every other time we've seen her, she's been in an edited format. This mm -hmm. is the first time we're seeing her on feeds. And she even said, I think yesterday or the day before, like Survivor, we only get a few hours and then, you know, we go to Tribal, we only have a couple of days. Like this is really long. And it mm -hmm. almost seems like the format of the game is getting to her. Like she has too much time to think. So it's yeah. interesting to see Suri play this game after we know her for so long as a legend because she's messy. She's being messy. And I don't know that we see her or we've ever seen her be this messy before um in any of her past seasons so it's pretty interesting to see Suri and there's been a lot of like Suri haters on the internet which is big brother yeah. fans are so fickle yes that turn is on true. A dime. the moment you do something they don't like uh-uh this person's canceled you know like yeah. do, for, like for example like I think Suri and Izzy that's a bad play but I'm still like hoping Suri and Izzy can somehow not really Izzy I don't really whatever when Izzy goes home Izzy goes home it's good for yeah. Suri's game I'm still hoping that Suri somehow this is all like a mist and we're just getting, you know, I've seen some comparisons online of her to like Vanessa's gameplay being mm -hmm. kind of messy this way. And Vanessa somehow made it work. So maybe Suri watched BB-17 and she learned from Vanessa's gameplay. So it's hopefully true. she will make it work. And I'm hoping she does. Like I'm still team Suri. I just think it was a bad move, you know? I think so too, for sure. I think so too, for sure. What do you think? I know we talked a little bit already about the move to get rid of Hysum, but do you think that's actually going to be what happens next week? Or do you think things are going to go awry again. I I fully expect Hysum to be in this house for at least another full week, if not two weeks. Mm -hmm. I don't know that they'll be able to execute this plan as well as they are expecting to, but what do you think? Mm -hmm. um, so I actually, I'd agree with you. I don't think Hysum is going to be evicted um, in the next week or two, maybe two weeks. I, I yeah. think Hysum will be pre-jury, but I, force, I guess it really depends who wins HOH from which side of the house. I think if Suri's side of the house wins HOH, they're not going to target Hysum. Um, and we also don't know what, you know, Big Brother's been like, there might be another twist mm -hmm. next week, so we don't know what's going to happen. Um, and I'm not sure if Jag and, you know, not, once Riley's gone, now I'm considering it like Jag and Blue side of the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think that, I think that they're going to make, if they're smart, they'll make a ploy to like try to get Heisem on their side and target someone in Suri and Izzy's side. So I actually think somehow Heisem's going to escape by for another week or two. Um, and if anything, if, if unless they backdoor Heisum, I don't foresee him going home. You know, we're kind of like we saw last season with um, Michael. Like they only got him out in, I think it was the double, wasn't it? Because he like lost the yes. veto. Yeah. So I think that's the only way they're going to end up getting Heisum out. Um, but yeah, I think Heisum still has some game left in him. Um, and I can see Riley going home as being like the catalyst for the other side of the house to maybe change their gameplay around a little bit. Yeah, if I'm in that house, to me, it feels like Heisem is a little bit of a pickup, like an asset. I think he's obviously so good at competitions. He's the best in the house so far. He's won three already out of four competitions. So there's nothing really saying that he's not going to win more. So if I'm on Suri's side of the house, I would want to keep Heisem just because they need comp threats on that side. It seems like, you know, they're not the most physical side of the house. Who knows mm -hmm. what's going to be next? Like, I would want to keep him around for that, I think maybe they burn that bridge a little bit, or at least in their, you know, mentally they have. Um, but if I'm blue and I'm and I'm Jag, I'm trying to work with Heisem. If I'm Corey and I'm McCole in America, I'm trying to pull Heisem in just to win mm -hmm. some competitions because you you know where Heisem stands. He's not a schemer. He's not a backstab. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe he's a backstabber in the sense of like, you know, he'll put whoever up on the block, but he's not really scheming. He's all about quote unquote honor and integrity. So you kind of know where mm -hmm. his head is at at all times. Like he's going to do what he says he's going to do. So why not 
pull him in and keep him as an asset to win a few competitions for you and then target him in a double. Mm -hmm. The one thing is though, I would not want him on a jury because of that honor and integrity. And I think he'd be a very bitter juror. So I do think it's a good idea to get him out pre-jury, but I just, it just feels a little premature to Mm -hmm. me personally. I actually have a question for you. This is something that I was thinking about, you know, I'm thinking like, as if I was in that game, do you think it would be a good idea for Suri and Izzy to like, now break it to somehow try to talk to Heisen before the eviction be like, so they were trying to convince us to save Riley. We made it seem like we were going to save Riley, but that was never the plan. So if someone comes up to you and says that, do you think that's like a smart gameplay or should they just try to hopefully make sure it never gets talked about? What would you, what would you do if you were Serene Izzy in the situation, you know? You know, it's a good question. And it's an interesting thought mm-hmm. because I think it could either be a really good move or it could be a really bad move for them. Mm-hmm. If he finds out that that's not true. If I'm Corey, I'm using this. If I'm Suri and Izzy, I don't know if I'm going to use this. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm Corey and I'm already on shaky ground with Hysam and, you know, sometimes he likes me, sometimes he doesn't like me. I don't yeah. really know where I stand. And I have this information. Maybe I'll leak it and just say, listen, there's a lot going on. They tried to pull me over. I just want you to know that this was going on. You know, I would probably, depending on who I want to work with and who I don't want to work with, maybe that's where I would shift the blame. Um, And then maybe I would tell my allies, like, listen, I told Tyson that these people started it, use that story, whatever, and then see what happened just to give a little chaos. But I also think Tyson will never forget that. And it could just end up being really dangerous. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. It's not about, I would love to see it. I, I hope someone does it. I want to see Heisem's reaction either way. Yeah. We need to see it. Like before Heisem's evicted, someone has to tell this man what happened. Somebody has to. Um, last thing about Heisem and this flip before we move on to other things that have taken place over the last couple of days. Do you expect to see a unanimous vote like Heisem is calling for? Or do you think Riley's going to get a few sympathy votes to stay? I think Riley's going to get a few sympathy votes from people on her side of the house. Um, I see like a Matt yep. definitely voting to save Riley um, and maybe Jag and Blue. Those are probably the only three yeah. she'll get. If she gets any votes, I think those are the three she'll get. Um, I do think that Riley is going to end up going home. Like, in, you know, we never know with this cast clearly as we've seen these past two weeks, what can happen in 24 hours. But I do think Riley goes home and I don't think it's going to be a unanimous vote. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I think you're right. I think she leaves. I think she'll get a couple. I know Felicia wanted to vote for her, but I think seems like there's been a little bit of Riley backlash today because of the way that she was campaigning for herself yeah. or at least like throwing Izzy and Suri's name out there as the masterminds mm-hmm. here. So I don't know that she'll get Felicia because of that. But um, yeah, I think she'll get a few for sure. So hopefully we at least get to see some shocked Heisem. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's all I want. That's all I'm hoping for. Um, okay, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about Nicole, Mimi, and um, America and Corey. There's been some gaming taking mm-hmm. place today. And, you know, even over the last couple of days, you know, Mimi has been very against this flip from the start. Yeah. And it seems like she is just at her wits end with these people in this house. She's so relatable. It's like, you know, I feel like I do that at my house. The what she mm-hmm. was doing in the storage room, I feel like I do that in this room after I get off a meeting that I'm frustrated by. Um, I will do the same thing. So that was like so relatable. I know you love Mimi. She was your first yes. draft pick. She was the first pick of our draft. She went to you. Give me your thoughts. Um, yeah, so 
the first week of the game, I feel like Mimi was like not really like in any conversation. She was, you know, she was playing a very passive game. And I still don't think Mimi's playing like this crazy, like super, she's the most strategic person in the house. Cause you know, even though she didn't want um, this Riley flip to happen, she was still eventually down to go with it. You know, she put, she gave a little bit of push, you know, mm-hmm. if, for me to call Mimi a mastermind, she would have had to make that push and make it happen. If Mimi yeah. would have done that this week, then she would have been like, Oh my God, I'm like obsessed with Mimi the gamer. So I'm obsessed with Mimi the person though. Um, Like I said, she's my first round draft pick. I think she's playing a good game. I don't think she's on anyone's radar. And I think the fact that the target went back to getting Riley out is going to do wonders for her. It means that when the news comes out, Heisem's not going to be mad at her and she can continue to play the middle game. Um, I love her little storage room talks. I think last night she had one in the HOH room because it's it's exactly how I feel like I would vent in this house because I would like, I'd have to find a spot. Um, I also like, it's, it's, you know, sometimes a lot of the players like speak to the camera, which I think is great, but I like how for her, she's not speaking to the camera. She's kind of just speaking to she's herself. She's just speaking. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's just, just speaking. speaking. And I love that too. I love how she did. She's doing like her own take of like letting the fans know what's going on in her brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like really loving Nicole's game. I'm loving this new like potential alliance with America. She has yeah. a really good alliance. She has a, seems like she has good rapport with um Corey, who I think is also playing a really good game now. I think he pivoted very well. And we see this a lot with like those first week like targets. Um, if you don't get them out, a player like Corey, I think we were actually talking about this in the draft, you know, and you guys have talked about it in, on other Bounce Checks um, podcast since. But Corey, you know, saving someone like Corey that first week allows him to now pivot. And I think he's doing a really good job of pivoting. Yeah. And now I see Corey making a deep run into the game. And I hope it's with Nicole on his side. America, you know, if America helps Nicole, great for me. But I'm not like, I'm still not convinced that America is this the most interesting player in the house she hasn't really given me anything so yeah i i totally agree i think mccall has really good game sense i just don't know that she has the influence yet to really yeah. do that much about it and kind of going back to your question on would you tell Heisa maybe that's the right person to do it is go to mccall he's in an alliance with her maybe she doesn't have to like throw names out she could just give him a hint of like hey i heard some stuff i don't know where it started but everybody was talking about it like literally everybody in the house was throwing this idea around i don't know who started it but like just so mm-hmm. you know just to get in good with him because he is such a comp threat and um it looks like on the feeds today uh McCole and america kind of made a pact or a deal with each other to look out for each other they're both kind of getting tired of the alliances that they're working with McCole feels like she's disposable to serene and izzy serene mm-hmm. is I think are making a lot of really big blunders of not making the people around them feel like they're as valued as each other. And Izzy cannot have a conversation with anybody in the house without saying like, oh yeah, well, you know, me and Suri, me and Suri, me and Suri. It's like, stop, yeah. get Suri's name out of your mouth because you're making not only a target out of yourself, but her. So just like, stop doing that. Um, so it already seems like McCall is willing to step away from the, um, is she in the Bye Bye Bitches? Yeah, she's, no, she's in yeah. the Brown Sugar Babe. Yeah, she's Bye Bye Bitches and the Brown Sugar Babes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, seems like she's willing to kind of pivot away and start you know at least sharing some information with america to just like keep each other informed on what's going on on either side of the house Mm -hmm. which i actually really like this agreement um Mm -hmm. and america and Corey seem to really be connecting so if they can bring Mm -hmm. Corey into that i think that's a really dangerous and powerful trio Corey Mm -hmm. has had such you're absolutely right such a turn of events for him and i think he's really acclimated so well with everybody who was like i hate Corey and i want Corey out of the house like i don't trust Corey. now he's it seems like he's in Ceri's kind of trusted circle he's having good conversations mm-hmm. with her he's having good conversations with america heisem seems to trust him a little bit more now he's really pivoted to ingrained like being more ingrained with the mm-hmm. you know the power structure on both sides of the house so Corey's one to look out for i think for sure i agree 
Um, the only thing I do want to add about Nicole is that I think she's playing a good game, but my my fear with Nicole is that I don't think she's anyone's number one. Yeah. And in a game where there's like basically two sides of the house, if you knock out, let's say, all of the Riley Jag blue side, and then you get down to the bye bye bitches, the professors, yeah. whatever you want to call them, I do fear she'll be like after Bowie and like red, then it'll be Nicole. Yeah. So I do hope that there comes a point where Nicole can, I don't think she should win a, an HOH yet. I think she should still continue to play in the middle, but maybe yes. like the week before jury starts or like early on in jury, we need Nicole to win an HOH and really make some strong bonds and become someone's number one, number two beyond America and Corey. Um, just because America and Corey are also not really the spokespersons of either side of the house. You know, they're also kind of playing the middle. So three people playing the middle, it's not going to work out. One of you three is eventually going to become a target. So yes. that's my fear for McCole. But I do think McCole can win comps. She seems very fit. Um, she seems smart. So hopefully she can win like a mental comp or two, the wall comp, et cetera. So I think eventually there will have to come a time where if McCole does not win something to get some kind of influence, um, things could look, she can be an easy target when we're like later on in jury, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's definitely too early for her to start winning. It just feels like the house is unsettled. So mm -hmm. who knows what uh, McCole HOH could do for her it could be really good or it could be really bad like Heisem's HOH was really bad yeah. <laughs> um so yeah let's I th I think it's good for her to kind of stay in the background now and then maybe in like two weeks win yeah. something establish herself and then you know uh see where she goes from there but you're right it does seem like right now she's not anybody's number one um maybe she can pivot to being America's number one but I don't know that that would even be that beneficial because it doesn't feel like America has that much yep. social capital yet in the house either. Maybe being Corey's number one would be great, but I don't think it doesn't seem like that's headed in that direction. If mm -hmm. anything, it seems like that might be America. Agreed. It's something to watch. We'll see. We'll keep a lookout for them. I'm interested in this little trio or potential yeah. trio. They're definitely the three who I'm most curious to see where the game goes for them three. You know, I feel like I have someone and I have an idea where like, a lot of people's games are like Ceri's game with her alliance, but those mm -hmm. three who are really trying to play the middle, those are always the most interesting characters for me in Big Brother who like, they're not necessarily the leaders anywhere, but they have to eventually find a way to come out on top if they want to end up winning the game. So I'm very, totally. I agree. I'm very curious to see what they end up doing. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's talk Bowie. Ah, uh, Bowie. So we can give <laughs> Bowie a minute or two because that's all we've really seen of her. That's all we see. <laughs> but no, I mean, I Bowie, Bowie, Bowie. Um, it's, it was very, I think it's very funny to see Bowie on the feeds because all, whenever we see Bowie, it's just her saying like, there's nothing, like, I think yesterday she was like, oh, this has been such a quiet day in the house because yeah. nothing's going on. And she's always like, why do people come into rooms and not talk game with me? And it's like, all right, Bowie. So you're realizing these things, but don't you think that's a little weird? Why aren't you making some kind of effort? You know, she says she watched like Australian Big yeah. Brother. So I would hope she knows something about like there's so if you're not talking to anyone, someone is talking and that's bad that no one's giving you any information. And the other thing with Bo is that like she was brought into like the professors towards the end. So she should also to me, that gives me a, that'll be always be in the back of my mind. Like I was not one of their first few choices. Like then they brought me in. So I would love to see her, you know, try to actually do something in the game. Otherwise, I feel like Bowie's going to be like, oh, she, she will make the end, but just like as oh, yeah. a like, goat, like Bowie the goat is what I foresee for her. <laughs> I totally see Bowie the goat. I think um, I've seen so many tweets of just like people saying everybody's like gaming their ass off and Bowie's just having like a fun summer vacation, yeah, which is like totally it. what it is. Every time there's game talk happening and she comes in a room, it's like the game talk stops. She's almost like a feeds yeah. killer. It's just, it's so funny. She's just like in another world compared to everybody else. I did see today. She said something like, no one's pulled me to talk game. 
and it's like oh bowie oh sweet summer child bowie um but it is like almost comedic relief in a sense so all this craziness going on and she's just like totally in another world fully agree um i think another player who really we who hasn't had much like said i feel like week one we heard a lot about jared and i feel yeah. like in week two jared has kind of like you know i haven't really seen much action of jared on the feeds really like am i missing something do you know of anything jared's been doing or has he been like kind of laying low jared i think is spending a lot of time with blue trying to kick off a little bit of a showman situation and i think she oh. actually said today uh that she wants to get him out so things with jared are not <laughs> well, so great <laughs> yeah i know i think i haven't seen a ton myself personally i haven't been watching jared a ton on the feeds but anything that i've seen has been just like oh here jared goes just like talking again like mm -hmm. stop talking his flirting is cringe uh i don't know it doesn't seem like it's looking good for our guy jared here but um yeah there was a conversation with blue and jag today just talking about how um you know she's like let's just get him out so it seems like they're feeling a little bit the same way about jared that they felt about cameron or that like people feel about cameron that he's mm -hmm. which is true he is giving information to the other side of the house so i don't know i think things aren't looking so hot for jared either these days yeah, let's I get feel... him back on slop he was able to calm down a little bit uh, send him back to the nether region yeah, actually. go back Let to the him... nether region things were better for you there get back on slop so you could sleep on that bed and yeah. you know get a little tired wear yourself out so you don't have to talk so much and then maybe things will work out i fully agree he did have a i did see a sweet moment on the feeds today with him and Sari. like they hugged oh, yeah and they hugged that was cute and Sari was like oh like i see you're doing a good job you know i'm taking pointers basically and i thought that was really cute so yeah, shout out to cute. them for finally having like a moment of like yeah. to breathe you know i know um, a moment without the his sister izzy who she Three did call basically the sister on the feeds also he goes Iz, izzy you're like a sister to me so now all the like Izzy's izzy like yes fields i'm in <laughs> izzy fields the izzy fields memes are becoming a reality you know when yo that izzy when izzy gets evicted it's going to be insane if the Suri is still in that house it's just going to be yeah I fear for Suri's game when Izzy gets a victory. Oh, me too. I'm scared. I'm just scared for this secret. If I'm Suri and Jared, I'm figuring out a way to tell everybody before Izzy tells everybody because it's going to come out. It's going to come out. Yeah. It's going to slip. It's going to be a mess. I'm ready to see it. I mean, I don't want them to go. Uh, I don't want Suri to go, especially, but you know, this can happen one day. I don't know if Suri is winning this game. I don't know if she's winning this one. Based on the play this week, I don't know if she's winning this one, but <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully this is a one-off play. I and hope she, so. This, and she's able to recalibrate and go back to the strategic Suri that we've seen on the other shows, you know? I hope so. She just has to pace herself. Just pace yes, herself a little exactly. bit. This you isn't know, 39 day days on an island. It's 100 <laughs> days. Yeah. Yeah. And she actually made a good point. She's like, at least on the island, you get to like walk away. You can't really walk away. Yeah. There's nowhere, gonna walk nowhere in. to go. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I Izzy's like attached to her, so she's attached. She doesn't let her breathe. And I'm excited to hear from Suri at the end of the day, once she's out of the house, to see what game she thinks is harder to play. Right now, it seems like she's thinking Big Brother is a little harder to play because yeah. um, the game doesn't stop. There is no like every other day. There's a comp. Every you know, there's a tribal. It's like, nope, we're going. It's mm -hmm. we're going full speed. Um, Anything else about this week that you, oh, one thing I wanted to ask you is if you read the PR article that's been floating around the internet today, we're, we're talking on Wednesday, right before the veto episode. Um, I think it's in like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, um, about how accessible the house has been made for Matt and what a great job big brother's done. Have you seen this article? Floating so around? I saw it, but I didn't read it because I wanted to watch the episode and see how they handle it. Cause it seems like the veto comp 
involved a lot of like sound slash listening yeah. to things. So I definitely will read the, the PR article, but from what I've seen online, people are not happy. It seems like, uh, did you, yes. I'm assuming, did you read the whole thing? I didn't read it? it. I had the same feeling as you. I want to see the comp with my own, I want to form my own opinion before mm-hmm. I read the article, but the, the theory and the suspicion about the feeds being down for, I think close to 18 hours or around 18 hours after the veto comp was because Matt was having a lot of difficulty with the competition. It was all audio based and, uh, they were just trying to cover themselves and clo- like shut the feeds down. So the house guests could talk about it without it being seen. So it would avoid the controversy. And now it's like, they're just throwing out a PR article mm. right before the episode airs to show what a great job they're doing. I don't know. It seems a little suspicious to me shady. the way that, yeah, very shady. Um, I, I will say one thing I saw a very interesting discourse on Twitter a few days ago. It was, it was like after the HOH basically like last week on like Thursday, Friday, and someone was, there was like a tweet of someone saying, maybe Matt has asked to not have accommodations. So I would love to hear from like, cause Matt has like prides himself or the yeah. tweet was saying that Matt basically prides himself on being able to like, you know, navigate the world, even with his disability. Mm-hmm. So I would mm-hmm. love to hear Matt's side actually. And I hope, you know, I doubt we'll get like a DR. I doubt the DR will ask him that, but I can't wait. Like once the show's over to hear what Matt has to say yeah. about how he, how the accommodations been, has he like you know said like i want this or i don't want this you know i'm very curious to see what matt has or how matt feels or what matt has like asked or requested for um yeah. what he has said i don't want you know I yeah i would love to hear it yeah that is an interesting discussion i would love to hear it directly from him i know you know some of the conversations we've heard is that he has trouble keeping up with some of the gameplay discussions and mm-hmm. the group conversations because the conversations move me so quickly and it's just taking him a little bit longer to process some of the discussions and he works better in a one-on-one scenario i think there was also talk about him having trouble hearing the first veto com- uh did he put whatever one of the competitions maybe it was the hoh comp hearing the instructions over the speaker he was having trouble hearing so i think for the nether region comp or the nether gorgon comp they gave him the script so he could read it himself so i mean that's a start but i think we saw on the live eviction episode what happened in the dr so it's like yeah that was i don't know yeah i don't know poor matt i just i feel for him um it just does not seem like our big brother friends had all their ducks in a row to uh to accommodate but i would love to hear from him once the season's over and if there's an nda that expires or doesn't come yeah <laughs> it. come on time podcast or anything but silent matt we want to hear let it. us know matt let we us know. know yeah any other thoughts before we wrap up before this week's veto episode um i the other thing i did see some like feeds activity slash talk on the twitter streets um, is that there might be some showmances brewing, and we know mm, Big Brother yes. loves some showmances. Yes. So Corey seems to be popular in the house. I think I saw yeah. like Riley was trying to do something. I don't know if that was like Riley was trying to do something with Corey, oh. like talk to him, and he rejected her. And now it seems oh, him and America have a little thing going on. And then yep. we have Matt and Riley seem to have a little thing going yeah. on. Blue and Jared. So. Jared's working on it. I don't know. It doesn't seem like Blue's that interested. But yeah, it seems like there's some stuff brewing and i think jag and blue also i think jag was saying on the feeds that he's interested in blue as like more than just like his ally oh wow okay well it's the summer of love in the big so, brother house i know apparently. big brother's gonna love this you know oh, big brother yeah, loves you know their showmances love so we will definitely probably see a segment on this eventually 
Oh yeah. I'm sure we're just going to get a big montage of everybody flirting with each other. I'm interested about the America and Corey situation. This one, I'm going to keep my eye out for these two are, they're interesting to me. I kind of like the like pretty popular girl going after like the nerdy little cat. Like, I think that's cute. Um, not that I'm like a stand for either one of them, but I just think that would be an interesting pairing and just so different from the showmances that we've seen in the past. So that one I'll root for. I agree. I definitely would love to see, especially since they seem to be playing like the game a little together. Mm-hmm. Um, and since they seem to be, like, like we mentioned earlier, they're like playing this kind of middle of the house, very interesting game. So I feel like once you're in a showman, that puts a target on your back. And I think, I think actually, now that I'm talking about it, maybe they wouldn't go into a showman. if America and Corey have like some game savvy, True. they might just stay with this weird little flirtation ship thing that they seem to have going on. And since they seem to have some game savvy, they won't because that does make you a target. And if you're trying to play the yeah. middle, I don't think, I don't think a showman has ever played the middle. Like it doesn't even sound no. possible, you know? It's so. true. Maybe they'll be like Derek X and Claire and hit it off in the jury after. house if they, oh, yeah. yeah, or after the season, if they make it there. Um, yeah, I think that's the only other thing that has been happening besides the whole like flipping. There's been some showman stuff. Any other player we want to talk about? Anything, um, anything with Felicia? Have you been on Felicia watch? Any fun stories for her? I mean, I know her <laughs> this week, my favorite segments of the feeds were her calling big brother, Mr. Big and asking for groceries. That's for groceries. like, my, that I she's love an icon. I, she just needs to, even if she's evicted, she just needs to be in the house for the rest of the season. Just like ordering them groceries and just yes. talking to the cameras. Cause it, it actually gives me life. Yeah, like, tell me why I was excited when I saw the feed update that she got her butter. She got her butter. I was like, yes, she got her butter. (laughs) butter. Now she just needs her jelly beans, apparently. Yes. Did she get her kettle chips? I'm not sure, actually, but I Mm. saw, like, a clip of her saying jelly beans is my only snack that is, that is, you know, that I need, you know? Well, let's get her because we need to keep this woman happy because she's a national treasure. An international treasure. Her mics have been safe, so that's also a positive on her. No more mics. I did see some discourse today that maybe like the mic broke or something happened to the mic. I don't know. There was some mic discourse today. So I don't know. We might be down another mic. I'm not sure. Um, But yeah, I just love her so much. She's, she just keeps me, um, just keeps me happy whenever she's on the feet. My favorite thing is when someone's having a game talk away from her and you just hear her laughing. Her laughing in the background. (laughs) I just want to know what she's talking about. Like, uh, I just love that she's always What was so funny, Felicia? Let me know too. I I know. Let me know. I want to know. Yeah, no, I love um, Felicia. But I mean, in terms of the game this week, I think she's been like, she hasn't been doing much of the talking. I feel like she's like, sure. And now that she's done that they're against it, she's like, sure. Like, let's get Riley out again. So yeah, which I, I don't think is a bad she's move. Not, yeah, I don't think she's in a bad position. I think um, she is playing and she's having really good game conversations, yes. but she's not out front. Sari and Izzy are out front. Yeah. And I think she can recover with Hysam, whereas Izzy and Sari, if it gets out, I don't know um, if they can recover as well. Valencia, Valencia let us know that she dropped it or it slipped, but it didn't break. So we had a close call with the mic, but it didn't break. We're okay. Wait, oh, someone, I love how we we've, we've, haven't even talked about the other person on the block. I just thought of this because someone it's in the so comments true. said it. Natalie says, is Cameron even going to campaign? Have we heard one game conversation from Cameron Nothing. this whole week? <laughs> I just realized he's the other person on the block and we didn't even touch because he has done nothing on the feeds. Like yeah, if he he's stays, it's not because of anything he's done. Nothing at all. I guess because Hysam was like, it's going to be unanimous and I'm going to oh, make yeah. sure it's unanimous. So he didn't feel like he needed a campaign. But I mean, come on. Flips happen. As we see, it's very yes. easy. Hysam's power is gone. He didn't use the veto. 
he's just sitting in an HOH room now. He has no power over the house. So um, it's interesting that he hasn't really done or said much of anything this week. Yeah. Which and Monsi is... said, where's Red? Which is another good question. He's Apparently been also he complaining about lot, the butter. Though. He's always in the kitchen. He's he always cooking. Snacks, <laughs> yeah, he was making food the other day when I was watching the feeds and then he put it all in tinfoil and left it on everybody in the comics room bed, comic room's bed, which I actually thought was kind of cute. That's like he was just like actually. making little plates for everybody yeah. and leaving them on the bed. That was nice. Yeah, we, but yeah, Red in terms of game, I have not seen Red on the feeds talk of game once. No, like, even, at least Bowie is aware that they're not talking game to her. Red has not said a single word about any gameplay. And I think the plan was even to, if Bowie, or when I guess Bowie has to pull someone into the nether region, they would try and convince her to pull Red so he wouldn't have to vote his friend out. So it's like they're not yeah. even including him in the vote. It's like, yeah. oh no, we'll just cancel his vote. Like, it's like he doesn't even, it's like he's not even there. Yeah, I foresee Red is gonna play similar to bowie they they're gonna stay in the house as long as the house needs those two like bowie and red oh and yeah then when someone wants to get them out no one's gonna try to save them yeah either. they're gonna make it to like final six final five <laughs> yeah exactly they'll be there they'll totally so, be there maybe red the comp beast is coming we'll see <laughs> maybe you never know you never know um okay javier if that's it if nothing else we have a few minutes before the episode we'll go and get ourselves settled with our evening yes. snack and tune in to big brother if you're watching us live we're recording it wednesday right before the veto episode airs um anything you want to plug where can everybody find you tell us everything yes so yep um everyone can find me at underscore the Starboy on twitter that's where i tweet all my thoughts all my thoughts on the feeds all my thoughts on the live episodes and a bunch of other reality tv shows i'm watching um yeah catch me there and you can catch me here on silent podcast you know i just did a podcast a few days ago for the challenge on episodes one and two with katie and Josiane. um and you know i'll just be out here guest starring in these because you know i love to talk about these shows that i love and catch me here on silent podcast yeah we love having javier guest with us we're just going to make him guest on everything until he becomes yes. our regular co-host <laughs> Um, well, thank you so much for being here with me today. Josiane wanted to be here, but she got stuck with some work stuff, so she was not able to join me, but she will be back next time. We will be back on Friday with Bounce Checks talking everything with the week. We'll rank the players. We'll do all the stuff that we normally do um, with Isaiah and Josie back. I'm not sure if we have a guest. We might. You never know. Sometimes people pop in at the last minute, so um, join us there Friday. I think we'll be on around 8 p.m. Eastern, um, and in the meantime, you can find me on Twitter at Real Slim Katie. You can find me here on Zion Podcast. Podcast. This is day three in a row. Um, as Javier mentioned, we just covered Challenge USA episodes one and two um, on TJ Hates Quitters. Yesterday, Carrie and I were back from a very short hiatus uh, talking all things Bravo on Pod What Happens Live. And then I will be back on Friday um, talking all things again, Big Brother. So um, catch us there. And uh, if you are listening to us on our audio platforms, Follow us at silent underscore podcasts on Twitter to keep up with everything that we are doing these days. Um, you can also follow us on Twitch and on YouTube. Just search Silent Podcasts on all of those platforms. But listen to us on if you're not listening to us on audio platforms and you're watching us on YouTube, you can find us on audio on all your pod, uh, podcast players. Like, comment, subscribe, leave us five stars. It helps us out. Um, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back uh, on Friday. Have a good night. Enjoy the episode. And I hope if you're listening to this in the past tense, the competition wasn't too painful to sit through. <laughs> you never know with these episodes. And we will see you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs>